Grab them grots and get those grenades. It's time for GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 464 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rabase and Cartoon Joe. No Nick tonight. He is in God's country, or as we call it, Cincinnati. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's where God's from. Which God? Huh? Oh, um, God. It was that uh, like a uh, techno boy from that A and E version oh. of a uh, of a uh, old oh, gods American or gods. whatever. Yeah, American gods. It was yeah. uh, techno boy oh, yeah. is the king of Cincinnati. Right. Very funny that we both went to American gods, but I was like, you remember the Jesus that was shooting the immigrants? <laughs> uh, Wasn't that played by uh, Fisher Stevens? Was that Fisher Stevens? No. I don't know. That's actually. not Fisher Stevens. I was going to say it sounds right, but I actually it's have no idea. It's not Fisher Stevens. I don't know who Fisher Stevens is. Uh, I think if you, oh, if, you shit. if you looked it up, you would know. Yeah. That's, no, uh, the American Jesus was also a guy on Lost. Can't remember Pat. his name. Mike. Shout out to you, old chemistry teacher. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, uh, hi, hello, how are you? Bonjour. I, I skipped, we skipped right to weird fucking shit. Yeah. Stop, uh, it makes people stop listening, I think, immediately. Uh, doing I would great, listen. doing wonderful. I like to think it's what they tune in for. That's yeah. why I only listen to the first 10 minutes of every knowledge fight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it right to the end of the wonks and then I turn the episode off. Joseph, what are you drinking? Uh, I know this is a, a an audio medium, but yeah, I just I made myself a little sidecar. Oh, I was watching uh, a TikTok short earlier or a YouTube short earlier, and Grant O'Brien was making one. Yeah, and it looked good, so I I had the ingredients, so I made one. Hell yeah, good for you. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. I'm thank you. Sometimes you just gotta do that. It's kind of like when I'm I'll be on Instagram and I'll see uh, Salt Hank make a sandwich. And then I've got to make a big salty hanky sandwich. Are, are you guys? Ooh, what do you? Know? Know? All right, define for me a hanky sandwich because hanky I, sandwich. I as, it's, as a person uh, who has no context for this situation. Uh, I <laughs> go on. I don't know. The guy's name's Salt Hank. That's what he goes by. Oh, okay. So I, I I didn't mean to say a salty sandwich, but I didn't want to admit to my own uh, foibles. So I said a salty, uh, then I said a hanky sandwich. I should have okay, just said, okay. oh, I didn't mean to say salty. I meant to say like scrumptious, which is, I think, what I meant to say. Mm. No, I meant to say messy, but I said salty. So then I just said, well, hanky I apologize and, for going. No, I don't know what a hanky sandwich. I mean, I guess there'd be a hanky, maybe boogers. Gross. A hanky sandwich. A hanky sandwich is when you pick your nose and eat it. That's the it. hanky sandwich. I like Thanks. that much better than what popped into my head. Which doesn't need to be said aloud. No, we'll leave it at that. All right. No, say it. What? Oh, I was going to say a jizz and boogers sandwich. Ah, because it's a show yeah, title no. now. Hold on, let me write down <laughs> a jizz. Show titles are just Joe's thoughts. Booger sandwich. <laughs> to your to your credit, you weren't going to say it. So, don't uh, Jesus. My Didn't, phone does not want. My phone does not want the word jizz anywhere near what I was typing. It was like jazz. And I was like, no, jizz. It was like buzz. And I was like, no, jizz. It was like booger. And I was like, yes, booger, but jizz and booger. And there was like jumping boogers. Like, no, I want fucking jizz in my boogers. Jumping buzzers. God. (laughs) Jumping buzzers, I said. Oh, shit. Good to be back with you, too. This is fun. This is fun. Um, Joe. Has anything made you smile lately this week? Ooh. Anything? Ooh, that's a great question. I um, you know, I gotta go with uh there was an episode of Make Some Noise that came out on Dropout. If you're uh, if you're not 
If you don't have a subscription to drop out, you should consider getting one. It's only five bucks a month, uh, $60 for the whole year. It's all your favorite college humor people, plus some other people. And uh, it's always a good time. There's like uh, Game Changer and Um Actually and all of the old college humor stuff and about a billion. Uh, I think they call it Dimension 20, which is just, it's just mm-hmm. critical role, but yeah. Brennan Lee, Lee Mulligan. Uh, yeah. Um, Matt Mercer. Uh, but it's it's fantastic. But anyway, one of the shows on the uh, on the platform is Make Some Noise, and it's a spinoff of Game Changer that focuses only on the like the improv noise making game. Right. And uh, last week's episode, or it's it's like every other Monday. So whatever the most the the second most recent episode was was uh, uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan, his wife Izzy, and uh, the that's his wife. Yeah, yeah, they recently got married. Did not know that at all. Fantastic. Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, all good. And uh, and Erica, the uh, the Asian, lady, uh, and um, it was just fun. It was a good time. Uh, a lot of fun. Brendan Lee Mulligan prompts, and uh, Izzy's always great. Erica's always great. It was it was a really good time. Really made me smile. So that's what I'm going with. Nice. So many things. A lot of things made me smile this week, but that was the first one that popped into my head. So I'm with so. you. I've had a lot of things that have made me smile this that have made me smile this week. Um, I agree. Yeah. So uh what what why don't you tell us about one of them? Um, I spent last Wednesday, so we didn't have an episode this week. It was a scheduled break. We're adding those in now because mental, mental health. health break. Right. And uh uh and so we're I, unionizing. And, so. we, and well, there's four of us. We're union. We're we're our own. Like I have my own union. Joe has his own union. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it's, it's just fun. been hell. Yeah. It really has. We've been negotiating with ourselves. It's been fucking atrocious. Yeah. But Biden's here. He's in the line. We're doing a thing. Um. So we're very happy about that. And we'll see what happens. No, all boss, no union. So actually, the three of us, our three unions, are all against Nick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is why he's not here. He yeah. listens to the show on Saturday. Yeah. He was gonna have his own show. We call them a scab. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. Just going forward, unsure. But anyway. That was that. Uh, I went fishing up in the north in the north woods of Wisconsin. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. At the uh, the yearly like, muskie tournament. types this year? No. No. None of them made it, which was sad. I was looking forward to seeing them. I haven't seen those guys in six, seven years. Wow. Um, but I went, I went up with the... Uh, uh, my dad and both of his brothers were there and uh, Martin who's been on the show uh, was there and we just, we drank a lot of, uh, we drank a lot of whiskey and we sang a lot of songs. Uh, Tommy and Todd both play the guitar pretty well and sing. So we just kind of sat around and sang a lot of John Prine songs right. and, and other songs. We played cards, uh, went to uh, what I'm going to call um, the world's most preeminent sadness warehouse or the local ho-chunk casino and boy it was uh i don't get it choice crowd i don't get it i don't get casinos um i think the idea of like uh like video slot machines sure like scam yeah yeah yeah, man. Now, listen, I've seen people like I watched Michael Todd put $100 in and he got to where he had like $400 and then it, he lost money till he had about 40 and then he was back up to like 115 and then down to 80 and then back up to $500. Eventually, you cash out, you made some money. I've seen people win money. My mom wins money at the casino all the time and I don't understand it. Uh, my youngest brother won like 1500 bucks on a video slot machine once. Yeah, I... I and so Incredible. I'm watching, I like, I don't even know, because all of them, like, it would be fun to go just to find, like, everybody walk around the casino and find the video poker or the video slot machine that is the wildest to you and see who wins. Because there's ones that would be like, like, it'll, it'll it'll be like a, like a baby on like an alligator, but he's riding it like a horse and it'll say like, chum, chum, fam. And 
you put money in and you press just you press the button and the things move and it'll be like and you'll be like okay cool and you'll see like half a screen of lollipops and you'll be like fuck that's got to be something right and you'll get nothing and you'll be like why (laughs) and then you'll see like a mushroom in the top corner and then a mushroom here and it'll be like bing 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 mushrooms and then the the alligator baby will go ah and then you'll get $25. And it's like, what the fuck is even happening? It's fucking deeply fascinating. It's fucking wild. And I'm seeing these people. It's a Friday, right? Payday. They got paid. They went to the casino. They got the little fucking red ashtray. They got a pack of smokes and they're just hitting the bet button over and over and over again. And then they put more money in the machine. And I know it's just the hope is you take your $300 that you got from the fucking cash in your paycheck and you could turn that 300 into fucking maybe that's the day you hit the fucking 25k right sure or I, even under- 600, I understand it or whatever yeah yeah even 75 bucks sure. i understand yeah, like- it but no one's winning i'm seeing no i saw no one win substantially there was no jackpots i didn't and it's just a lonely like there were a couple old ladies that were there that you could tell were like, this is what they do on Fridays. They have a couple fucking cocktails at the Ho Chunk and then they put 200 and they fucking were like, ah, play it. But they're like playing together. They sure. run like a bank of machines and be together and like ribbing each other and having fun. Sure. And then there's just dudes just like in an old like leather Dale Jarrett NASCAR jacket from 1995. Yeah. They're like just three turns off the main line uh timeline from my dad yeah yeah wild i just it's a sadness it's a sadness warehouse i find that deeply fascinating i have no desire for video poker or like I don't video either. slots or anything like that like actual cards at a table like love it like probably terrible at it suck at betting sure but like i enjoy right. playing cards like I'll sitting sit there and like and play, calculating things out and trying to I'll like, play poker all day yeah. i'll play it like roulette i love roulette roulette is just i think 17 and here's some chips on 17 and you spin the marble and i won or i didn't yeah um i know craps has like some strategy to it i don't know how to play it but but in like, theory like, and i've seen like and i know the concept of blackjack but i've been at tables and or i've watched people who play blackjack play black like tj plays blackjack and he's it's fast He's playing blackjack like it's and I'm like, dude, I I would have fucking busted two hands ago because I don't even know what fucking I don't even know what's happening. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And I know I've also heard that, like, if you have a whole table of guys who know to play blackjack, the table can play together to beat the house. Sure. But if but if one guy is there that doesn't know how to play it, it'll ruin the whole table for everybody. It's like, well, fuck, I'm not going to I don't want to be that guy right. either. And so. Finally, I sat, I I stood behind my Uncle Todd and I watched him play this game. And he was like, look, it's like everything from the left to the right. Like if you max bet, you can win more when things hit, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to sneeze at some point here. I'm sorry. I've I've got like corn dust in my nose. But (laughs) yeah, I feel like Pokemon or something geared me up for being able to play these kinds of slot machine games. I just hit like my dump button because I was going to sneeze. There was buildup and then nothing. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. It's like I'm edging this sneeze and I don't like that feeling at all. A ruined nosegasm is the yeah. worst. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta write that down. So anyway, I'm watching Todd play and I'm like, okay, I think I got a, a handle on like at least how all the machines are the same. It's just like different icons and different things do different things, but it's basically sure. all the same. I sit down at this fucking one. I put $50 in. I hit max bet. Things happen. Max bet. Things happen. Max bet. Things happen. I do this about six, seven more times. Uh, I'm out. I, I don't even. The 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 <laughs> cat went like this. Yeah. Once I got 67 cents. It never happened again. I lost all my money in like 37 seconds. I'm proud of you. I'm never taking casino advice from you again. I would never freely give it. I I'm telling you. You did freely give it to me the one time that I went to Las Vegas. You're like, oh, just play whatever game's closest to the door. And I took oh, that well, advice yeah. and fucking went nothing. Yeah, the city I've never been to. 
<laughs> right. Uh, so no, that's that's so long story short. I caught a northern pike, about 29 inch pike, which is really cool. I haven't caught a, a nice. fish like that in a long time. Um, that all made me smile. Um oh, what else has made me smile this week? Oh, um, I love political theater. And uh oh, we yes, got yes. to watch the speaker get ousted, a thing none of us have ever seen before. No one, no one has ever seen it in American history. So that's fun. They tried it once, like 150 years ago, and it failed. Um, and now behind, first. behind closed doors today, as of this recording, behind closed doors, the GOP caucus had to actually drop their cell phones off at the door because they didn't want anybody leaking what was said from the inside out. So they had to put them in a manila envelope and seal them and then put them in a box outside the door. <laughs> um, uh, it looks like uh so there was two things that happened today and and you know i'm gonna put a lid on this i want to talk about it in depth a little bit a little bit later so remind me i want to talk about what happened today politically rob what made you smile this week uh so this week i uh during my teaching had the opportunity to do the marshmallow challenge again and this is one of my favorite activities to do with the kids. I think that it's uh, really interesting watching them come up with all sorts of different strategies and ways to try and uh, tackle this design problem. And uh, it never fails to disappoint. Uh, It's very fascinating to watch. Uh, Some big winners today, uh, some tears shed, uh, some lessons learned, uh, and uh, I think kind of a baseline for this year has been set. So it's uh, it'll be interesting watching them come back and try and tackle this again uh, at the end of the year. Um, have you seen but, year over year the kids that you've had do this more than once? Have you seen kids that were successful one year with one style just try to immediately duplicate it the next year? Uh, or, like, funny is there, is you should there any say girl? that. I can think of a very specific Elliot girl <laughs> <laughs> who uh, uh, had a, a, an excellent showing last year uh, with a very uh, sound and winning strategy. I thought it was very impressive. She uh, uh, made a very her group had made a, a very uh, singularly tall and like particularly densely packed like center tower that ran straight up. And then they used the string for their building and tied it around the big middle piece and then used it for like tension supports, creating like a, su- a suspension network for it. Nice. Uh, very fascinating. Uh, they tried the same thing this year, but uh, I think that uh, their ambition for height caused uh, far too thin a structure to be made in the middle. And uh, whenever they uh, got to the end of the marshmallow challenge, the end of the 18 minutes, uh, it crumbled and fell. So so we're going to go over some of the results a little bit more in depth uh, next week and talking about, you know, what things that we thought worked, what things that we uh, saw that didn't work. What do we think that we could possibly do to improve those things? um and just kind of like going over and discussing the results as a whole so i'm pretty excited about that good stuff it's uh it is one of their favorite things so (laughs) good i'm i'm glad to hear it it's all things considered a very simple task for me to perform i just have to (laughs) like dole out some resources to groups and then like put a timer on the clock and like that's that's basically it. I just watch them and like occasionally like make, you know, comments, you know, hopefully helpful ones, but most of them are jiting. Uh oh, oh, good one, Denise. Yeah, put the marshmallow on the bottom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll see how that works out you for you. You should definitely break the spaghetti. Good job, Denise. You're doing great. Killing it please, today, babe. Please don't eat the scissors. <laughs> Don't eat them. Scissors are not for eating. <laughs> that would be scissorp. Yeah, scissorp. That's that is for ingesting. Drink on some lean. <laughs> but yeah, overall, good time. Much, many many funds were had. Well, good. Um, I like that you teach our youth. It's uh it's a fascinating experience. I'm not gonna lie. Continues to prove to be an adventure. 
<laughs> well, every year there's a whole new crop of kids to indoctrinate. So it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. So um, I'll put some plugs in and I'll talk about what happened today in our nation's capital. Hell yeah. Hey guys, question for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. Ask um, away. Where would you go if you were looking for like, like knee pads and hair ties, but like they had our slogans and logos on them and stuff? I don't um, know. Volleyballmag.org. Oh, you went that volleyball, sound right. which is nice. I no. was thinking maybe what? a lion's den, but in lieu of going to mm. an adult sex shop, maybe we go to Threadless. Maybe we go specifically to gcl.threadless.com. GCL.threadless.com. Could I get a could I get a, a hat rack? I believe so. Can I, just, I get the shower curtain? Yeah. What about stickers? Nope. Oh, okay. There's How about stickers. a notebook? Yes. Fantastic. That's if GCL. I went there, could I possibly <laughs> could I possibly get a discount? Yes. How could I do that? We'd have to create a discount code. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> GCLThreadless.com. Okay, so as I was saying, we made history. We made history because we voted the speaker out, which was in and of itself fascinating theater. Yeah. Then the whole weekend went by. We had that little dude in the bow tie bang the gavel really hard. Um, Patrick McHenry, I think his name is. Oh, I was going to say uh, Anderson Cooper <laughs> <laughs> or that or Frodo McSpeaker. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they had two votes today. The first vote was um, a lot of these guys from the uh, um, Freedom Caucus were wanting an amendment that would make it to where the speaker had to have like not just a majority, but like a a big like a three fourths or seven eighths majority in order to be the speaker designate. Right. Because what they didn't want was um, let's choose a speaker and then let's bring it to the floor and go for 15 fucking rounds. Oh yeah. Okay. Again, and make us look like big time asshole loser babies. Right. Well, that didn't work. The Steve Scalise camp said, no, 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 no. We just want a simple majority because Scalise can only get a simple majority. Well, you can't even get, but go on. So that was tabled and it failed. And so all Scalise had to do is just get more than Jim Jordan, which he did. So he comes out of the meeting. The GOP comes out of the meeting. We have our speaker. We voted internally behind closed doors bashy as fuck but we did it anyway and now they were expecting to go tonight to vote for the confident speaker. it'll be one vote they gaveled in the house for about two minutes then they closed the house and maybe we'll get a vote tomorrow <laughs> don't know and he can only have five votes against him to win it. It's the same thing. He's the same spot McCarthy's in. Right. If five people say no, Jim Jordan, it goes to another round. That's it. Five. He's got like 14 no votes, public no votes right now from congressmen in his own caucus saying like, I'm, I refuse to vote for him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we either have, we're either going to continue with no speaker of the house. We've got war in the middle East. We've got war in Eastern Europe, we can't do anything about it financially or otherwise. We can't do anything. Un- un- unless the president just invokes the 14th and says, actually, uh, we have to keep our obligations under the Constitution. Fuck you guys. He'd, I, he'd have to do it. And here's the thing. Anything that happens is unprecedented. Right. So there's no precedent for it so it's just we're just blazing new fucking it's fast i'm fascinated by it it is living a time of first we like politics anyway we talk about on the show quite a bit we're opinionated about it 
I'm just fascinated. I'm I remember those speaker votes. I watched every vote. I listened to every single vote. I got to the point where I would know when they do the roll call, I would know what congressperson was going to be next alphabetically because I had heard it 15 fucking times. Yeah. And presumably what they were going to say as well. And presumably what they're going to go, what they're going to say as well. And tomorrow we're supposed to have a vote for speaker and that speaker doesn't have the votes. So I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. There's people that are still saying like, I'm voting for Donald Trump for speaker of the house. There's people that are saying, I know that internally Scalise is the guy I'm not voting for him. Fuck him. I'm not doing it. George Santos. Uh, <laughs> Two days ago was indicted on like 21 accounts. Yeah. Some pretty impressive ones in there too. Oh yeah. Credit card fraud, wire fraud, impersonating electors, identity theft. Absolutely. So there's six New York GOP congressmen and women who are putting a motion on the floor to expel him from Congress. Nice. God bless him. It's yeah, long. It's long past the time you should have done it, but now they're saying no. We're getting rid of him. He put out a, a big thing saying that he's going to vote for Scalise. He dangled like a hey, my vote, but you don't fucking let that expulsion come. He just tweeted, and I mean, just wonderful. Let me see if I can find it for you. Probably should have had it. Probably should have had it queued up. Uh. It's just past 9.40 p.m., and I have yet to hear from the the speaker designate. So I've made my decision, and after 10 months and having had zero contact or outreach from him, I've come to the conclusion that my vote doesn't matter to him. I'm now declaring I'm in anyone but Scalise, and come hell or high water, I won't change my mind. We need a speaker that leads by including every single member of the team, not just some. That's just not leadership. Hashtag Speaker of the House. So he dangled his vote in lieu of not being expelled. Scalise said, who are you? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> so now oh, he's you're that fucking guy that's on the news everywhere. <laughs> so you're the guy. So what I don't know is, can they expel him before there's a speaker? Like they can't, right? The speaker vote has to happen first. I think it does. I- so so. Think about that. Zero idea. There's a there's a guy in your caucus that you want gone. You can't get rid of him until he votes for the speaker. Isn't that yeah. wild? It's unbelievable. Yeah the uh, the the um, acting speaker has no authority to call a vote other than a vote for speaker. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. So Patrick McHenry can't do anything except for call for votes for speakers. <laughs> I love it. I think I. That's an interesting purgatory to be in. Yeah. Hopefully it lasts forever. No, hopefully it doesn't. But I hope it doesn't last forever, obviously. But I hope it goes on long enough that it continues to make a fools of themselves. Here's the other thing. So let's already done that. So let's say Matt Gates says, "Fine, Scalise, cool." They gavel in the new speaker. Uh, congressman from Florida would like a chance to motion to vacate the speaker. Nothing stops him. He can just right. vacate the speaker again. And if his freedom, all they need is five. <laughs> if the freedom, Caucus, if five of them say we don't want Scalise, then Scalise is out. And then we do it all over again. Now, do they have to? Uh, I, I guess it would just come with the same rules package. He'd, he'd want it's the, the same, same. It's still like the 218th Congress or whatever. It's the same Congress. Oh, it's okay. just there's just a new. It's yeah. So it's the they'd have to vote. They'd have to vote on a new rules package to change the rules. I think. I think you're right. It's fascinating. <laughs> there's nothing that stops Matt Gates or anybody from just saying like, sure, whoever you want up there. If they're not my guy, I'm just going to vacate it. I don't give a fuck. I'm right. Matt Gates. I don't give a fuck. Well, that's one way to grind everything to a screeching halt. Well, if you wanted the government shut down, right? Yeah. If your goal was, I'm going to shut it down. Here, okay. Yeah. I'm, I do, I'm not a Matt Gates apologist. I hate the fucking guy. But sure, yeah. 
if what he wants is the government to stop passing continual resolutions, we want a balanced budget. We don't want omnibus bills. We want to pass single solitary funding bills up or down. This is what we're funding. There's no pork. It's just this. If the only way to do that is to grind the government to a halt, I got to give him a principled stance, at least. I don't think that's the reason he's doing it. I, I sure. Think I think couching. everything else entail, entailed with him is. I think he's I think he's. uh I think he's hoping that what it'll do is it'll make it to where they can't prosecute fucking Trump. Sure. And so if there's no government, the government can't prosecute Donald Trump. I think that's what his plan is. I think he's couching it in. I'm doing something for the country because we need to change the way we spend, which we all can agree on. Sure. But for theater's sake, I love it. Yeah, from an outside perspective, it's it is fascinating, entertaining, and the fact that like there's nothing we can do no. short of egregiously breaking laws, sure, to do anything about it, right? So you might as well find the entertainment in it. That's where I'm at, and yeah, I think it's it's pretty and it's very this, funny. This can't help. This can't help their cause going into an election year. No. No, There's no I, way I can't. I don't care how many people in Florida like Matt Gates. I can't imagine there are enough people. Uh, maybe because he's a congressman, maybe his district is like into having the government shut down. Um, but like Florida's demographic skews pretty old. Right. When the Social Security checks stopped coming because the government shuts down in right. uh, what are we down to? 39 days. Yeah. Um, they're gonna kick his ass. And I whether think. that's now or in the next election cycle, I don't know what it is. But either way, like he's done. Well, and, that's his thing too. He's angling to run for governor of that state. So I, I don't I just don't see I don't see the gambit. Yeah. I am so I, I, I don't know. Criminals have such a great way of like or great history of like falling upwards in yeah. Yeah. politics. I'll believe well, it whenever and it happens. And there's enough, there's enough dumb dumbs out. There. I mean, half the country voted for Donald Trump, sure. so there's enough people out there who are thinking that yeah, he's doing the right. Like I just got done saying, they can't see the forest for the trees, and they think he's doing like this principled stand on spending, right. which is what his whole when you if you watched the every time he spoke about the speaker, that's everything was about that. I'm just, I am, I tomorrow. Tune in because they're supposed to gavel it in and start voting. And I tomorrow, when you listen to this, we'll be able to go back and say what happened. This we're recording right. this middle of the week. It comes out on a Saturday. So I say tomorrow, but I don't know. I foresee it. I hope it goes eleven votes. That's what I want. I, that sounds great. Eleven votes. I don't I either want eleven or I want like thirty. I don't know yes. what's the record right now. No. 15. 15. Okay. It would be great if it was like, and now the 76th vote for speaker and Democrats I, are just like Jeffries. The year is 2028. <laughs> All art has been driven underground. Yeah. Skullfucker <laughs> Mike for speaker, eh? Skullfucker Mike for speaker. They have the current front runner. Skullfucker Mike. <laughs> no, has has he actually has he he has referred to himself as David Duke without the baggage. Uh that seems pretty fucking that's horrid. your current front runner for speaker. David Duke without the a climate denying I was wondering why election denying <laughs> Louisiana racist. Yeah. Klansman. Uh, Klansman. Yeah, he's got ties to the KKK. Huh. Great. Yep. And the other guy. Is a uh, is a guy who covered up a, a fucking sex abuse scandal at Ohio State. So look, real winners get after it. GOP Democrats grooming kids and and fucking right, whatever. Corrupt. I hate it. it's yeah. so dumb. Uh, one congressman has said that he can't vote for either one of them because neither one of them can come out and say um, that Donald Trump lost the election. Good for Con- that guy. Congressman Ken Buck. 
until they until they say that he won't vote for either one of them. Immediately in my head, attorney Ken Nunn from the late night commercial. <laughs> I'm Congressman Ken Buck. It was Ken, did Ken Nunn have the fedora? Was that uh, Ken? Was that Ken Nunn? Was he Ken like Nunn is a really tiny guy who looks like a shriveled leprechaun? <laughs> a shriveled leprechaun. Ridiculous. Anyway, I, I am just, I am enthralled by seeing things for the first time. Yeah, and it uh, is. It's like when you saw your first conclave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I watched my first conclave with you two. Was that when they picked uh, Benedict or when they picked Francis? Oh, maybe. Oh, no. did I? Was I with you guys for Benedict? Uh, probably not for Benedict. It was definitely. I remember for watching Pope Frank. We watched Pope Frank. We did. Yeah, we we were live tweeting Pope Frank. I was. I think uh, we actually closed our fucking. We just shut the doors of our business and watched TV. Yeah. I think you're right. Because there was a, uh, the Sistine. I got to know what kind of smoke they're going to put out of this building. Oh, Pope, uh, Benedict became Pope in 2005. No, yeah. no, no. it might have been 2005. No, nah, for sure it wasn't. You wouldn't have done me around then. Oh. His papacy. I would have been like probably in the great state of Oregon or Missouri. In 2005? Yeah. No, I didn't start working at the store until 2006, I don't think. Oh. Missouri. You're ancient, Rye, is what I'm saying. Did you say the great state of Missouri. Yeah, I sure did. Mm. All right. I made it with all of the irony and sarcasm oh, okay. it truly <laughs> deserves. Oh, shit. Uh, what else happened? This- oh. Have you been. First season attention? of Ahsoka ended. Oh, yeah. I thought I was nonplussed by the ending because I was like, why is there not one more episode? I was. Super into episodes four and five. Yeah. Super into them. And then episode six was like. Like, oh, yeah, I kind of hate this show. Yeah, there was. And then episode and then number seven was like, hey, I like this show again. And then eight was like, oh, that's wait, wait, wait. Was eight the last one? Yes. Okay, so like episodes four. Four through seven, I thought were really good. How about that? Yeah. Episode fair. eight was like, really? All right. And with that, huh? Going to bring us back next season. Hmm. All right. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there were there were a lot of things that I liked, I think, overall about the series. There are a lot of criticisms that I have, I think, particularly involving the lack of like, the lack of explaining some things like there was just total ambiguity around certain characters motivations and i think that's fine you know to an extent it's good to you know it's the first season or whatever and it's leading into a bunch of stuff there are some cards that you got to play close to your chest but sure. like well and what the fuck was balen doing <laughs> like yeah. like at no point in time was there like really much of an illusion at all to what was going on there. Like, sure, there was the ending scene, and I won't talk about that too much, but, like, I, like, okay, what does that mean for the greatest Star Wars? What does that mean for his character? What is he doing at all? Uh, There was just a lot of, um, I know, a lot of information that I felt like was intended to just be um, like things that we were already supposed to know. And uh, so they weren't really well explained. And as a person who I would probably say that you would be hard pressed to find a, uh, another individual who has just this stupid quantity of like Star Wars information in their head as me. Uh, there were like, there were just whole story beats that like, I have no idea what these characters intentions are. Like you all like you made them mysterious. Excellent. And then what? Right. That's I cool. You and like, don't get me wrong. Like, Balin's character, awesome. I thought he was fucking incredible. I loved his air. I, I love. I thought everything about him was fantastic. I love the lightsaber duels between him and Ahsoka. Yeah, I thought that he stood outside of a lot of previously existing boxes in terms of like yeah. 
Jedi and Sith and like the dichotomy of things and like, you know, uh, like how people could be exist outside of that, like very, uh, that dichotomy, I suppose. Um, and just not a whole lot. Uh, I like I the s- hyperspace whales. I thought the hyperspace <laughs> whales were cool. I thought that the hyperspace ring was even interesting mm-hmm. and cool. They already had them for the Jedi starfighters. They've already got bigger hyperdrives on all of their starships everywhere. So, like, I guess if you're going to get a Star Destroyer, like, just upscaling the technology. Sure. Fuck yeah. Well, and what's the wrong ship called? Like, the Citadel the Chimera. Chimera. The Chimera. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will give uh, Filoni this in terms of the Ahsoka series, despite, like, uh, there are a lot of problems that I think primarily with just, like, the the presentation of the story and the amount of information that was given out um i thought that the uh twists fight like the 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 horde fight at the end uh in the the final episode uh i I suppose i'm going to try and avoid spoilers too much on it just because it's still fresh but uh I think that they maneuvered all of the pieces to make that happen uh, very well throughout the course of the season, or at least like whenever uh, they were getting closer and closer towards the, uh, the end of the series. And uh, I think that was a bold and ballsy play. They brought it to screen. I'm fascinated by it. Very cool. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I was not expecting to see that on screen at all. That's kind of, you know, I don't know. That's something that you would get in upfront Star Wars, I suppose. Are they setting up an heir, heir to the Empire movie? Is that what they're think, doing here? I think that's the 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 plan there. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately. Um, I'm curious how the Night Sisters play into that as a whole, if they continue to play a role in that at all, or what because i don't know it'd be fascinating i suppose to see the new republic do some sort of like galactic war z scenario be weird as shit but i'm it'd be the coolest thing uh, that happened to star wars in a long time galactic war z was a fun twist there i I like what you said there thank you because that's what it would be called i would hope i'd call it that's what i would call it Tune in for my more. next f- fan fiction. Yeah. Oh my god, please. I did I did feel like all the way through the series, um Filoni is I think fantastic when it comes to eleven to twenty minute episodes. Sure. Uh I don't think that he really has a good handle on how to write a 45 minute show. That's yeah. how- the way it came across to me and I realized he didn't write every episode or whatever, but it just, it, if it had been told in 20 minute chunks and been, you know, uh, 10 to 15 to 20 episodes, I think we would have gotten a better show. Well, and and better. So I was talking to one of my friends about this earlier today, actually. And like, I think, as far as I can remember, I'd probably should go back and rewatch them. But as far as I can remember, uh, I felt like the open and the close to every episode, I felt like was very strong. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like grip at the beginning, even like whenever they were going through and doing like the pre Star Wars, like panning through all the helmets with the light flashing front and the, the different tones of music and introductory stuff that they would do. It was gripping, like everything up until like the Ahsoka title and then like, oh, okay, like great shit. And then the endings of each episode, I felt like most of them were were very strong in their own right, too, with a couple of episodes being consistently strong throughout. But I felt like a lot of the middle. Yeah. A lot of the middle, there was just a little bit more that I wanted. I like the characters. I like the actors that they brought in. I just felt like it was uh, a little superficial in the middle parts there. We get the MacGuffin, follow the MacGuffin. Uh, Things happen. Uh, Resurrection in Ahsoka the White. And then 
space whales. Right. Not necessarily in that order, but. Uh, now, am I going to watch the next season? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But it's not even like uh, it's it's not even the kind of critique where it's like, well, I'm done with this. It was yeah. good enough that I will watch the first episode of the next season to decide whether or not I'll continue to watch it. You think they're just going to pull a Grogu and they just ride back? They they're already back in the galaxy on space, like by way of space whale. Yeah, it'll just they'll just uh, there'll be no build up, no suspense. The bandit will be ripped off before it's even. It'll be revealed we'll, in the we'll trailer. We're meant to two. be here. We're gonna. I'll do it right here. in the middle of Andor season two. Right, <laughs> Andor season two. <laughs> Oh, shit. The timeline is fun to keep together with all the Star Wars. So that's um, I'm really enjoying that. I. I enjoy that they're exploring the New Republic and stuff, but I just can't help but feel like. Man, they really chose one of the hardest paths, I think, in terms of like. Writing themselves into a box, they've got. Uh, so much canon that they have to adhere to immediately before it that is following it sequentially. They've got uh, uh, very well-established characters who are like constantly, in theory, looming in the background and whom they spend an absurd amount of money CGIing their faces on people um, to occasionally middling effect. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I just uh bold move on their part. They're continuing to do it though. And like I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I just can't help but think, man, perhaps doing either something after the sequel trilogy or maybe going balls deep into like another doing a Dawn of the uh, allegedly doing a Dawn of the Jedi movie. I don't know how things I suppose stand after and during the writer strikes, but um like picking an area in Star Wars lore that you have far fewer attachments to things or like after the sequel trilogy, you can still reference those things because they had already happened. Right. Um, you could maybe go out and get the ghost of Luke to come do things and have old Mark Hamill, Hamill make cameos and things or just go and explore entirely new things. Don't, I don't know, feel like you're written into Palpatine all the way to Palpatine. And also you need Skywalkers. And Palpatine is like the Chinese finger trap of Star Wars right now. And it just... uh, he always has been. <laughs> I can say that with certainty. It's that space meme with the yeah. astronauts and the gun. Nope. No, I, I liked it. I liked it. It. I'll watch it again. I'm a glutton for punishment, so yeah, I, I would agree. No, like, despite criticism, oh, like I, I won't watch it again. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say I'll watch it again. I'll watch the next one. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You were just saying now. I I might give it another go. Like just now that because I I watched it weekly. And, you know, uh, maybe sitting down and binging it, you know, it, it could be for a different experience and being able to try and notice things that maybe I didn't notice before. Um, I benefit from a, a binge watch. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think it, that was kind of my thought as well. So I don't know about how soon I'm going to be diving into that, but I'll probably do it at some point in time. I like the story well enough. I like the characters from Rebels. I want to do a rewatch of Clone Wars and Rebels anyway. At yeah, some I, I got to do that so. anyway. So you're probably so, right. I could, you know, I could probably tolerate like an Ahsoka binge, an Ahsoka arc binge, just like sure. start Clone Wars, watch all the way through, then Rebels, watch all the way through, and then Ahsoka with like yeah. that one episode of Mandalorian that she's in or whatever. Yes. Mm, yeah. Season two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could do that. I could. I could. That sounds. This sounds more than tolerable. It sounds delightful. <laughs> Speaking of things I could binge, do you mm -hmm. mind if I go first with what I'm geeking on this week? No, have at it. Please do. Okay. While it's fresh in my head, because I would like you two to binge it as well. And by binge, I mean watch everything available because it's not, it's one of those weekly things. But oh, God damn uh, on Prime, uh, Amazon released Gen V, 
which is the uh, spiritual successor to the boys. Um, It takes place at a university for kids whose parents injected them with the Vought fucking serum, hoping that they would turn into superheroes. And so they go to like special superhero college. It's not unlike um, like Professor Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. Right. And runaway children. But uh, it's really good, guys. It's yeah. uh, Yeah, it's really good. Um, It's college age kids solving some college age problems. But uh, fuck me if it's not awesome. And it's the boys. So it's like. It's like a dude's fucking the main character can like control blood, I think, is what she can do. Yeah. And she like she was getting she was about to be like sexually assaulted. So she just made the dude's dick blow up like it got engorged <laughs> until it exploded because yeah. it's the boys. And that happens. Yeah. Um, guys, it's really good. And I there's. Four episodes out right now. I don't know when new ones drop. I haven't. I could probably look it up. I just haven't yet. There's sure. four available to watch. I implore you to watch it because I think it's really good. Two. Our Flag Means Death Season 2 is on HBO Max. There's yeah. three episodes of that. I think new ones drop on Thursdays. So tomorrow will be episode four. Uh, the first one, the first drop was three episodes, and then I believe yep. it's two episodes every Thursday. Oh, excellent! Fascinating. It's, I understand it correctly. It's great television. It's fabulous, fucking television. It's funny as fuck. The second episode of this season had me pissing my pants. Funny. I mean, it's fucking hilarious, and uh, I think it's bubbles. Bubbles is the long-haired, like the helmsman. Yeah, what it is, uh, he has the seagull friend. Had the seagull friend. Yes, that's in the chat. At some point, another pirate uh, believes that he's a sea witch, and refers to him as sea witch, and it comes up so out of the blue. I probably should have even told you. It hit me. It came out. Of, it was so fucking funny the way it's presented and his facial expressions of being called a sea witch. I fucking lost my shit. It's fucking hilarious. Steed Bonnet is to this day. He's a top 10 TV character, I think, of all time. I love it. I love him. Um, I don't know. It just fits into that bubble of like Shit's Creek, Ted Lasso. It's like an uplifting, funny, good message show. Yeah. Watch the show. Watch it. Please, 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 please watch our flags mean death. Oh, and then I, the third one, and then I'll pass it off to one of you two. I'll flip the coin. Um, did you know they made a interview with the vampire TV show? I feel like I had heard about it, but I have certainly not watched any of it. Okay. Yeah. One of my favorite movies is Interview with a Vampire. Mm-hmm. I think that's the movie that I watched that I'd be like, I've never seen Bram Stoker's Dracula with like Keanu Reeves and Gary Oldman. I've never seen that. Sure. I've never seen Nosferatu. I had like, but I, I remember as a kid watching interview with the vampire thinking like vampires are fucking cool. And I want to be one. vampires are Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yes. Is that a joke? Sorry, continue. No, he's Antonio Banderas. Oh, Antonio is Banderas is in it. I'm sorry. Go on. No, I'm sorry. I, I I thought you dropped like a fucking reference. No, like no, a, I was like just, a reference I was from just community. Appreciating the fact that that was like, my ideal vampire. Like, are you yeah, are you telling me that this guy? Are you telling me that um, like Abed in Community didn't say vampires are Antonio Banderas because that yeah. would that's what I thought you were doing and I thought <laughs> I missed it to joke and I felt bad about it. No. Anyway, this show is really good. It's pretty kick-ass and it's not it's not a sequel it's not it's it's just it's not a reboot it's just some it's something completely different and it is fucking rad fucking rad my guy eric bogosian is in it who i was like oh is he in our flag means death whom i love yeah it's because i watched an interview with a vampire and um i thought so like my wife doesn't do blood Blood's a thing. She can't watch it. Like if she sees it in real life, she faints. It's like a big deal. Sure. 
Wild. Uh, so I can't watch like there's a lot of vampire shows I want to watch that we can't because she just like I don't like that, which is fine. And I was watching the first episode the other night and it was like 55 minutes into the episode. I'm like, hey, there's like no blood or anything in this. This is like you watch this. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm going to finish the episode and then I'll be like, hey, because the show's really good. And I think you'd like the show. And while it's a vampire show, that's there's no blood. No sooner had I thought that um, Lestat is like ripping the face off of a fucking priest and there's blood everywhere and he's fucking bangs. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. OK, never mind. I'll just keep watching this on my own because there's no fucking way <laughs> this is, this is I was because I was like, oh, this is a bummer because it's still kind of early in the evening and I could watch the next episode. But I think Natalie might like this. <laughs> nah, it's fine. I'll just keep watching. <laughs> fucking blood fucking everywhere, dripping off his fucking face and shit. It's great. Uh, so and that's what I'm geeking on. Good new TV. I don't know if it's just been a thing where I haven't had a chance or what, but there's some good shows out there. Um, Robert, what are you geeking on? Uh, so I have spent, oh, probably the better minute of like the last week or two, uh, balls deep in cyberpunk once again. Okay, didn't know where that was going. Uh, I like that. Uh, so there was a 2.0 patch, uh, that did, redid a lot of the mechanics for the game. And they also just had a new DLC expansion, uh, drop for the game. And, uh, I am pretty impressed. Uh, it feels much, much closer to what I think would have been like the intended game whenever they initially released it, uh, then any previous iteration of it um the skills and perks make a lot more sense things feel a little bit more streamlined they clean up some parts of the story uh, introduced a cool new area with a bunch of cool new characters uh idris elba is in it uh which is cool um yeah no uh they really feels like they breathe some new life Uh, I haven't finished yet. I'm really close to the end. And from what I understand, uh, it continues to be just some depressing, gut-wrenching uh, cyberpunk shit. And I'm really excited about that. Did you see that they are making a movie? So uh, I saw that it was some kind of live action project. I didn't know if it was a movie I, uh, or a TV okay, or maybe something I, like maybe that. Maybe I jumped. It might not be a movie. It might just be. I think a it TV might be a series. But. Yeah, but I saw that there was uh, the word on potentially getting some some live action stuff out there, which I'm pretty excited with. And uh, I guess on that note, CD Projekt Red, uh, after a handful of rounds of layoffs, a bunch of their um, different devs and animators and stuff have started unionizing uh which is pretty exciting and uh it'll be interesting to see what comes out in terms of the sequel game that they have uh announced already but that's i have no idea how close that will be they announced cyberpunk and then i had to wait 10 years before they released <laughs> the janky version of cyberpunk so like 13 if we're including like how long it took them to patch into the like the actual game so but if it takes another 13 years and they come out with something pretty fucking sick yeah. i'd be fine with that okay well, yeah that's all right what do you do in 13 years from now yeah exactly okay. I'll, I'll either be still consuming shit or the world will probably be uh the same thing i'm doing now yeah taking over the world <laughs> uh, <laughs> on friday nights while hitting the button <laughs> Joe, what about you? I, uh, oh, God. Uh, two things this week. Uh -huh. One, I finally finished um, all of what Netflix has of the anime of One Piece. Holy shit. So 425 or something episodes of One Piece I've watched. Jesus. Uh, and there's still 600. There's still 600 I haven't seen because yep. uh, Netflix doesn't have all of it yet. Uh, or hasn't put out all of it yet. Uh, I guess they're going to be putting out like a season, a quarter for the next few years. And that seems like a good pace at this point. That uh, seems like a lot. It, it is, is a lot. If you were to watch it without stopping, there are 16 days of that anime. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's a lot, lot, dude. 
That is it's a fuck ton. That's what I was. Uh, I was in the uh, the Discord chat, and uh, Matthew from uh, uh, Canada was like, "You say you're gonna get into Naruto next?" And I was like, "No, I have room in my life for one thousand episode anime, and I've I've already chosen One Piece. I've already hit the max. I'm a done. thousand episodes. Yeah, and it's not done. They still got like, uh, uh, I, I believe he still has. He's planning to finish the manga." by 2025 or 2026 which means that the uh the anime is going to be a couple of years behind it mm-hmm. <laughs> wild, wild to think of uh but i enjoyed it i really had a good time watching it uh until like maybe the last uh 100 episodes or so <laughs> i was kinda like all right i'm kind of done with this but i have 100 episodes left and i'm crushing them so oh god but uh, so that I guess I'm geeking on that, and then um, in in slightly more fun things at this point, um, there's a new Castlevania anime. Saw that. Ooh. Uh, started watching that tonight, right before the show. I didn't get that. It's, it's great. Try again. It's great. You just asked my watch a question. Nice. Not sure how that happened. Happens. I professional happens. podcasters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. Uh, Castlevania Nocturne. It starts in uh, Boston in 1783 and then immediately goes to France uh, right before their revolution. Wow. So it's uh, it, it's 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 a cool time period to be Castlevania in. Yeah. 300 years after the uh, the first series. So same great animation, really good voice acting, um, some new powers that people have. Uh, immediately get introduced to some people who were uh, uh, slaves who participated in the revolution in Haiti. And then went to France to kill vampires, which is like, what a great story for me in particular, a person who loves the story of, of the slaves freeing themselves from Haiti uh, or from the French in Haiti. And uh, uh, you know, I I think maybe once a week I'd post on Twitter about how the French still owe, Haiti, $21 billion plus 200 years of interest. Right. Because uh, they charged yeah. the slaves for freeing themselves. You actually uh, posted that today, I believe. I believe it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. So, fuck the French on that front. All eternally. You can't, fronts. you can't charge people for owning them. I do like a croissant, though. They do make a good croissant. They do. A, yeah. They make. They make you a, can make a croissant <laughs> anywhere. So their onion soup's okay too. But like, like the rest their of their culture. Soup. Yeah. Well, um, I like their, you know the whole liberté, égalité, fraternité thing. I'm into. You know, beheading nobles. I think is neat. Sure. No, I think that's mm-hmm. cool too. I yeah, they did give us the. I don't really want to watch it my, myself though. I think I would. I've got. I've got kind of a. I'm a sensitive soul. I don't think I could just watch mass death happen. But not with that spirit. No, you'd have to find yeah. another spirit, like the spirit of vengeance. The spirit yeah. Of vengeance. And then you right. could do it all day. Right. You'd have to be like Johnny Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, if you're into Castlevania, if you liked the first series, check out <laughs> Castlevania Nocturne on Netflix. It's delightful. And if you liked what you heard when you listened to this, whenever that may be, um, best thing you future. can do is give us five stars on whatever podcast aggregator you use. <laughs> Tell and, us what you would do if you were in Cincinnati this week. Yeah, that's a good one. I I would, I would leave. I would leave as fast <laughs> as I could. <laughs> and if you want to tell us other things, I'd get I'd get ten pounds of Skyline chili and bring it back home with Ugh. me. Ugh. Not to eat, yeah. just, just to like, just to throw food. away. Yeah. 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 Uh, to feed to your llamas. Yeah. If you want to send us pictures of your llamas, you can do so on any of the social medias. All you have to do is search at GeekCast Live. And you can also go check out the website that I made at FinalPress.com. It's a nice website. It's very well done. Thank you. If, uh, if you want to support my transformation into Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> uh, you can do so over at Patreon.com slash Live. Or uh, buy a shirt with Rob's face on it over at gcl.threadless.com. We have those. They're available. We do. gcl.threadless.com. At gcl.threadless.com.
code. Call your grandparents, everybody. So you know. We love you. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, <laughs> That's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from there ways. Three Finger Emily, we love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person. But the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.